Hey everyone, and welcome to Smuggler Stash. My name is Danny. I'm Heather. And today, uh, we've got a lot to talk about. Um, so, so full disclosure, we've, we've had some technical difficulties. <laughs> with this Not episode. my fault. <laughs> no one's passing blame, I'm just you saying. <laughs> so yes, so, so this episode did not want to be recorded, no. but we were making it be recorded. Dang it. It will <laughs> it's gonna happen to our will. <laughs> so let's start off with last week's news this week. Woo. So cool. Um, so diving right in, um, Battlefront 2. So by now it's released. We're playing it. We're loving it. And all of a sudden we get this nice message from EA. Um, so I have the message here because I have feelings about it, Heather. Uh, great feelings. I have the feels. Um, they're negative feels. So this is unusual for me. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and we'll start off with the uh, statement here. So it says, as we approach the worldwide launch, already been released, <laughs> it's clear that many of you feel there are still challenges in the design. We've heard the concerns about potentially giving players unfair advantages, and we've heard that this is overshadowing an otherwise great game. This was never our intention. Sorry we didn't get this right. We hear you loud and clear, so we're turning off all in-game purchases. We will now spend more time listening, adjusting, balancing, and tuning. This means that the option to purchase crystals in the game is now offline, and all progression will be earned through gameplay. The ability to purchase crystals in-game will become available at a later date, only after we've made changes to the game. We'll share more details as we work through this. Oscar Gabrielson, General Manager at DICE. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so, my thing, in-game purchases, all that kind of stuff, the microtransactions, loot crates, never bothered me. Um, it's kind of one of those things is like, it's, it's optional. If you want to participate, participate. If you don't, don't. I've never been one that's been, like, I mean, I'm not going to say that I'm not competitive, because, I mean, I've had a, a few times where I've wanted to throw the remote across the room, <laughs> for sure. Um, but at the same time, I've never, like, oh, he beat me because he has an unfair advantage or he must be paid to win, or something like that. Like, I get it, and I get why people would feel that way. Um, I don't know. It's just not me, though. Like, when I heard when I heard about this, I was just kind of like, I mean, really, in all honesty, I thought more of how it'll affect other gaming um, in the gaming world, um, like Call of Duty, um, Overwatch, all these other games uh, that do have this loot crate system, because a lot of people were accusing it of gambling. Well, That's ridiculous. The Belgium um, gaming board actually declared it gambling. Really? Yes. Oh wow. See, I don't understand how it would be though, I because like I didn't yeah. finish the article. I just mm-hmm. read the little excerpt, and I was like, hmm, "Interesting." I probably should have read it now that I. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I don't know. I. I I, I could see it being gambling if you were to spend money on loot crates and have the possibility of getting nothing. Right. That's where I could see it being gambling. This way, I mean, you're getting something. Um, I don't know that I've even had duplicates of anything. I mean, obviously, you've got your uh, currency, uh, your crafting parts, things like that. But other than that, I don't know that I've received any duplicates of anything. So it's like you're still building on top of whatever you have, and it may not be what always what you want. But you do have the opportunity to craft said things. Right. So, I mean, it's it's a grind, definitely. Um, and then and since they reduced the cost for the main characters and everything, um, I mean, in all honesty, that's better. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. Like, what do you think? I 
feel that it is beneficial to people like me who mm -hmm. are not hardcore gamers. I will have an opportunity to play Luke, mm -hmm. even though I don't play 40 hours a week. Um, yeah. Well, because <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Um, but I do feel that if you are going to pay for your character, that should be denoted in some way. Or mm -hmm. that if you're going to earn your character over time or skill, that should mm -hmm. be denoted in some way, maybe. Like, mm -hmm. have a little star over those that actually spent the time to earn that character. Some um, extra incentive. Uh, yeah. yeah, so that you could say, look what I did, you know. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have the star, you know that somebody paid with crystals to get it. Or, I don't mm -hmm. I don't know how it all works, unfortunately. Yeah. I haven't played enough, but... Um, I truly feel that in order for everyone to feel that it would be fair, that there should be some kind of demarcation mm -hmm. between them. But I do feel that those options should be accessible to those of us that need that option in order to really enjoy the game. I completely agree with that. And, and I like the idea of, like, if you if you do the grind, it's not like you're getting the same thing these people could pay for. Right. I mean, like, something right. different. Um, right. a, a different star card, or even maybe another hero of, hey, right. you completed maybe this, or you put in this time. hero has an extra five to something. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe a little uh, stat jump or something like that. Or, I, yeah. I don't, know. I don't know the stats. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just, yeah. I got you. Um, yeah, maybe there's something that you can, you can earn that you can't buy. That's mm -hmm. where they're failing is mm -hmm. they want you to have a sense of accomplishment to earn a certain thing, but then that guy over there could just pay for the exact same thing. Yeah. I got you. So, um, they need to decide whether mm -hmm. they want people to earn it or, they want people to buy it. Absolutely. And, and, and again, I can see where that frustration would come in. Um, for those too. who are, are really into the game, who when are the, really... When you've spent $80 you know, on a game and you can't play your favorite character, that is frustrating. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, I definitely... I mean, and that's the thing. is like in this statement, I'm mean, the whole thing about uh, adjusting and balancing and tuning, right. I do think that there, that there do need to be adjustments in some respects. I do too. Um, nothing that I found that just greatly just stands out at me is like, oh my gosh, I hate this game. Nothing like that. Um, but I mean, it, it can only improve in all honesty. I, uh, I mean, what I do, yeah. I like the game. Oh yeah. Like the actual game itself, the mechanics, it's very mm -hmm. beginner friendly. Um, <laughs> my son has sworn, I have sworn him to secrecy. He has finished the campaign. Oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And um, it is great. So I think you're in blackmail territory at this point, right? I'm just teasing. Um, so <laughs> he, um, he hasn't been telling me anything. I, mm -hmm. he, he said, well, I figured out such and such. And I said, oh, yeah, how did you do that? And he goes, I can't tell you. 
Oh, goodness. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, he's he's doing a really good job. He loves the game, but he's 11. I'm a beginner. Mm -hmm. um, I can see where a hardcore gamer might not appreciate that someone else can be at the same level as them. But mm -hmm. to me, I, I don't care whether someone's at the same level as me as long as I'm having a good time. Absolutely. And I completely agree with you. Um, so I'm definitely excited to see what changes will be made um, as far as how they cope with this outcry and everything and what they what, what they come up with, what solution there might be. Um, because in all honesty, I kind of feel like with a, with a game where you can pay to become better, it should be a grind when you first start. Right. I don't feel like that should be something that should be open at the beginning. And maybe that's the well, we real argument. We were playing it an hour into the launch and people already right. had Luke Skywalker and I thought they had earned right. them already. And I was exactly. trying to figure out how that was possible. And now I know that they just mm -hmm. bought them and but right. I don't care. Yeah. I just, it now just I know that's oh. how it works. <laughs> yeah. So, mm -hmm. But I will be doing the grind. I will not be buying Absolutely. my characters, you mm -hmm. know, um, but that's me. I like the grind. Mm -hmm. and Definitely. Well, I feel like you learn more when you do that too. So. Exactly. And mm -hmm. um, if I want to do a character, like a hero, I've been going into the arcade. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I can practice with just about any hero I want. Absolutely. I've been really loving uh, Han Solo. Yes. He's been really fun to play. <laughs> I've been playing all the ar arcades here of late, so yeah. I love the arcades because I can't mm -hmm. go into multiplayer yet because I'm not I'm not good enough. But <laughs> I've been doing the arcades so that I can I can practice my skills and stuff, and so um, yeah, develop those mad skills. Yeah, develop those <laughs> mad skills, man. <laughs> so cool. So yeah, I mean, and like I said, I'm 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 looking forward to what this solution or what their answer um, ends up being. Um, I've heard rumors that it might come around uh, the Last Jedi release or right after when they do the Last Jedi season, right. which makes sense. So I'm interested to see how the system's being revamped at that point. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I wonder how much the Last Jedi add-on is going to be. From what I understand, the DLC is not supposed to cost anything extra. Okay. Now, with that said, I mean, you got Luke and all those where you're having to pay credits for so i would imagine the same thing will right. probably translate. you just may get different loot crates and different right. abilities you can get and stuff like that it so. was funny though the other day though because seth my my son was like i won yoda i won yoda and it turns nice. out he didn't win yoda he won like a, a card. one of the star cards yeah, oh, man. Yoda. i was like baby <laughs> i'm sorry oh <Aww>. That's a your you poor thing moment. Yeah, it's like first world problem, baby. Yeah. So cool. So moving on to the rest of the news that we have. So we got some Thrawn news. I'm stinking excited about. Yeah. So first off, we got our first look last week at the Thrawn cover for the first issue of Thrawn uh, for the comic. Yes. Yes, which was really cool. Uh, Fabio Thrawn and uh, the clone clone troopers yes. and everything. Um, so I've heard that there are supposed to be additional stories 
or I am add, add on to the story. If because when I first saw the cover, I thought it was from when he was rescued. And the more mm -hmm. I look at it because of the clone trooper and everything, it makes me wonder if this is when he was deposited. I would love to see that. And why? <laughs> Which obviously we know he's kind of the, the spy. Well, yeah, but we want but yeah. to know why the clone troopers look, seem to be incapacitated. Oh, yeah. Because so, they met Thrawn. That's Order why. 66, that's some, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah. I'm definitely excited to see that. Uh, I'm excited for that comic series. Because like you and I had talked about, I think, in, on the last Smuggler Stash, actually, um, with the comics, I'm cool with an adaptation of the book and everything. But give, give me, me a reason. something new. Yeah. Give me something new. Give me a reason to buy this comic right. rather than just buying a picture book. Right. You know what I mean? Because I have an imagination. I don't really mm -hmm. need your pictures for my imagination. <laughs> what I need right. is more story. That's what mm -hmm. I need. Story junkies. <laughs> I'm a story junkie. I am. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So that's really exciting. That's supposed to be coming, I believe, February. I'm not sure. I think it's February 7th or something like that. Um, but yeah, so February 2018 is when to expect that. And we'll definitely be reviewing that and talking about that here. <laughs> Thrawn's our boy, for sure. Thrawn. <laughs> um, and in addition to that, um, as of when we're recording this, they just released the final cover for Thrawn Alliances. I know! And I'm trying <laughs> to figure out Okay, so Vader is on the cover, so he does mm -hmm. not have a passing role. He is the Alliance. Yes, he is. <laughs> that's that's there. That's happening. That is happening. And <laughs> I apologize for anyone else listening that about this octave that I'm reaching. Um, <laughs> I'm getting my voice back. Um, but, yeah, I'm... So, yeah, it's not going to be a passing role. I mean, he's mm -hmm. there. He's on the cover. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm predicting a Thrawn Invader buddy cop adventure. Yeah. I, <laughs> you know, it makes you wonder who's going to be good cop. No. We All know right. exactly who's going to be good cop. <laughs> Out of the two, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I wonder if it follows uh, the Thrawn novel. Well, I mean, I guess it would have to would in some capacity. To. Because yeah. he's already Grand Admiral on the cover. Right. So, yeah, so he would absolutely have to. Um, I'm just excited to see what that story is going to be. I think Especially it's going to be right he, after yeah. Rebels, personally. I think it's going to be right Ooh. after Rebels. And it's going to, um, you know, be dealing with Rebels. Mm -hmm. Right. The well, rebellion as a, you know, mm -hmm. that's what I, that's my theory. Definitely. Um in thinking about it too, so and spoiler for anybody who doesn't want to know, but in the Thrawn novel, we left off with him meeting Vader and how Not it baffled him. How he, him. yes, and so I'm wondering. I just I, I want Thrawn to figure out that this is Anakin right, or find something because he's met Anakin. I mean, him mm -hmm. and Anakin. That's why he was on that exiled yeah. planet. So um, mm -hmm. yeah. That's what I think that it's going to be. There, there's so much that I want to happen in that book. <laughs> but I have my misgiving, not misgivings like like that it's not going to be great. I mean, because. Oh, it'll be great. It's going to be great. But <laughs> um, I have my misgivings on 
how alliance they are. True. When we left, Thrawn is worried about the Death Star being made. Mm-hmm. And Vader seems, I, I just can't wait. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to get that side of Vader. Because I haven't read the original trilogy yet. I've seen it, of course, but I haven't read it. And I haven't gotten that insight into Vader mm-hmm. yet. And um, I'm looking forward to getting inside of his head. Oh, yeah. An absolute future Holocron book club, by the way. Uh, absolute. Top pick, I'm sure. <laughs> Doesn't matter what I, what is out at that time. It's going to be Thrawn Alliances. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's the other exciting news. Um, what I'm most excited about, to be honest with you, when I saw that cover, I was like, oh, I have to have I it. Know, I know, I saw it today, it now. and I was like, oh, I'm sending that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and thank you for that. That brightened my day. <laughs> so, cool. So, you ready to move on to our comics for the week? I am. Sweet. So, you want to go ahead and introduce those for us? Okay, so up first is Afra number 14. Yes. Okay, so we open with Tolvin, Lieutenant Tolvin. No longer captain. Captain. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> She's had a bad um, week. <laughs> being made fun of by her commanding officer. And then, so Afra thinks she's cute and they're flirting and everything. And boom. Goes everything. Goes everything. (laughs) And then, okay, so the moment you hear, no, sweet Shelly, say it right. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Gave me the creeps. It gives you the creeps. And it's like, I know you can't really see him well because, but I made a little... um, Triple zero. <laughs> um, because you know he's got little needles in his fingers, and he's and putting he's touching his her hand, yeah, on her on her shoulder with those needles. <laughs> uh, <just>, yeah, <laughs> but that is, you know, because I saw her activate him. Mm-hmm. In the in the very first Vader, um, yeah, like the very first run, yeah, run of Vader, and so I'm like, weird. She made a choice to activate this guy. It's just, it's like um, Sabine's. It was a series of unfortunate, mis- you know, of uh, oh yeah, you know, mistakes. <laughs> Quite a few decisions. <laughs> I can't remember exactly the quote, but oh yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, seeing Triple Zero as like mob boss Triple Zero, the say it right, yes, master, yes, and stuff like that. It was just I like, oh my gosh. But I mean, like, it, it makes sense for his character, and that's what I like. That is not out of any like, like, like it's not out of left field, right? Um, at the same time. This one left me like going, is that all? Is that, is that the end of the book? Because yeah, I was like, how, how are you going to just leave it like that? Like, uh, what? <laughs> I, I swiped because I, I buy them on um, ebook, mm-hmm. but I swiped and it was like next issue. And I was like, no, no, <laughs> wait, no, no. <laughs> come back, come back. <laughs> 
So <laughs> now I'm in the five stages of book grief. <laughs> and, um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Lieutenant Talvin, uh, the look on her face when um, everything blows up and she's the lone survivor. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's game on right there. It like, there's no way. On. And if she survives it, which she mm -hmm. will, because they wouldn't have made the look on her face if she wasn't going to survive. And or given us any semblance of a backstory either. Right. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I wonder if uh, Talvin's going to have any hand in trying to uh, win out this thing with Triple Zero. That would be cool. I just now thought about cool. that. So, yeah. Because, I mean, otherwise, why leave her around? Kind of like a reluctant, reluctant allies kind of thing. Kind of like how it was with the Eternal Rurk when they were there. It was like, hey, we got a ship. I don't have a ship anymore. Let's join forces. <laughs> so, yeah. I could see that happening for sure. I do too. <laughs> cool. I just so, wonder how he, how she's going to be able to convince Solvin that she didn't have anything to do with the entire settlement being blown up. <laughs> right. Even though, you know, she was there and... And it's not it. It's not that much of a jump. She was the to, getaway car. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, so that's gonna. I, I'm interested to see that story. I'm really excited for the Afroline right now. I am. Too. Um, I, I was kind of on the fence with Rur that whole thing. Like some of the moments were cool. Some were kind of like, eh. I mean, all right. Um, but this one, I'm really excited. Like, I, I, it's been a long time since I've had a comic, and I was like going through. I was sucked in, and then it ended. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it's like, where's the rest of it? Give me the rest of it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, our next comic is Vader number eight. Yay! Yay! I loved the cover. Yes, the cover is gorgeous. Okay, so, in case, I'm sure you could see it. Um, if you can and you're just listening, Vader is meditating by... Uh, floating above and just all of his gear, his cape and his mask and everything is just floating around him. And it looks so cool. It is amazing. It is epic. Oh yeah. <laughs> that is it. the best way to describe it. Yes. Yeah. It was, it was, and we open with him meditating and you had a very good theory mm -hmm. about um, half of him being in shadow and half of him being in light. Yes, so that panel really intrigued me because I like weird Star Wars stuff. And that was the weirdest looking panel I have seen in a very long time. And so like it, it's it's kind of reminiscent of the cover um, where he's kind of in that meditative cross legs and floating. Uh, but he's in like this otherworldly plane um, where like these like light butterflies are around and it's like these tendrils that are red and black. Um, to me, it looks like the dark side and the light side. But what's peculiar about peculiar about it um, is that the the image of Vader, it's not like his face or anything like that. It's just like an outline. But like the top half of him is like this red and black, tendrily, crazy looking, swirling darkness. But the bottom half of him is just white, like light. It glows like light and everything. And so I had a couple of thoughts on it. So first off, I'm thinking to me. Being Vader, it looks like he's purging the light out of him because it's almost like a like a like a meter of okay, well, where are you at and everything on right. this? And darkness is more him than the light is in this image. 
Um, but it also made me think of how Luke was always like, there's still light in you. There's still good in you and stuff like that. And so it's, I mean, you kind of see the process of Vader of him becoming that dark entity, that just solid merciless um, being, because even in these comics where he was training the inquisitors and, and all that, he's still dealing out a level of mercy whether it be very finite and very twisted and messed up, he right. still is. So, I mean, by chopping off limbs and all this other kind of stuff. Um, and so, I mean, it makes me kind of wonder what that means and if we'll see that kind of thing again. Um, I really think it, it would be interesting seeing him trying to purge the light and how he would do that. So, I don't know. I think that'd be really cool. I think, because um, I've thought about it since uh, we mm -hmm. first talked about it, and I think that that is really cool because maybe he's got like those um, toxin things stuck mm -hmm. to the bottoms of his feet. Yeah. And so when he meditates, it like just all the all the light toxins just go. He's purging the midichlorians. He's, he's purging. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the light through the, you know, not, not yeah. literally, but like, yeah. um, and I think that as the light builds up in him mm -hmm. during the day, he does that meditative state to purge to it from it him on a daily basis because mm -hmm. you can't be in the light for what, 23 mm -hmm. years or. I got gotcha. you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, oh, I'm just gonna kill babies and be <laughs> just and, turn out of nowhere. And yeah, be a bad guy for the rest of my life. You know, I mean, yeah. there. I mean, it's a process. Mm -hmm. Well, and and that's the thing is that Luke saw conflict in him. Yeah. And so, and then Vader was saw, thought that he was too far gone to have that conflict. That oh no, I'm pure darkness. I've done this, and now it's almost like we can see why he may have believed that. Um, or how that may have, because it would be really cool to see that fight with the light back and forth, um, right. kind of reminiscent of Ben Solo, that call to the light. Maybe that's a Skywalker thing. Yes. Um, but maybe it's a Jedi thing. Maybe it's maybe a Jedi it's a thing. Sith thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not saying yeah. Palpatine ever really worried about, but you don't know because mm -hmm. we don't know Palpatine's story. That's true. <laughs> Maybe one day, Heather. Maybe one day. <laughs> but yeah, but I thought that was really a cool part of it, too. I also really enjoyed the uh, CSI Vader. That was really neat. Yes. Okay, so Bomb goes off. And he's like, well, you're wrong. As he puts together <laughs> this billion-piece puzzle right. with his brain. Yep. And nobody realizes he's doing it until no. it's there. <laughs> but, you know, it. I love watching his brain work. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, we know he's smart. We know he's an engineer. He's, you know, a genius, blah, blah, he's blah. He's a fixer, yeah. But I just, you. I don't know. In the movies, you don't see him, you don't see him working things out very often. You see him as the lackey. You see him as the enforcer. Mm -hmm. You see him, you know doing his Vader yeah. thing. But in this one, you get to see that he has cognitive abilities of his own. Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. He's able to come up with his own ideas, his own mm-hmm. plans, his own, you know, things. And I really like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I, I love that we're getting not the emperor's dog. Is exactly. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's how he was in the original trilogy up until Return of the Jedi, where he they gave him a semblance of his own kind of right. thing. But at the same time, the whole time he was the enforcer. He was the ringer that they right. called in when things got really bad. Kind of like what they do with Kylo in uh, Force Awakens. Um, He's the ringer that they call in uh, when nobody else can do it but him. Or they need to make a statement or something like that. Because of that, um, I was never really a Vader fan. Like, when I'm watching the movies, and okay, you're bad. I get it. You're you're a bad guy. (laughs) Yeah. You carry a big stick and, you know, you hit with it. Um, I love these comics because he fears for his life at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, this world is new and his new master will just kill him if he doesn't Oh yeah, do everything perfectly. And I also like the last renovator because mm-hmm. you got to see after he messed up. Yeah. You know? So anyway, i really loving this line. Now this particular one, I'm with you. It wasn't Mm -hmm. like a standout. Whoa, this is the best episode or or issue ever. Mm -hmm. Um, But I really liked it. But I mean, let's talk about the end. Oh, of course. Get your filthy hands off my books. Get your filthy hands off my books. I love it. <laughs> that was I, I you embodied in I a comic. It. Yes. <laughs> I love it and I hate it all at the same time. I agree. I completely agree. Because it's it not Takasa News. It's me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's you. funny. <laughs> and it's totally me. Like, dude, you got your hands on my books. But yeah. it's not Jocasta New. I mm-hmm. mean, she has the fate of the Jedi in her hands mm-hmm. and he's throwing her books. And so she's going to jump on the table. Like she's had too much to drink. <laughs> and You know, I guess whatever, man. I just, I like, I'm with you. I, I loved it and hated it simultaneously because yes, part of a different story that yeah. would have been cool. Yes. Not this one. I because, laughed out loud. It was funny. Right. And then, well, and I don't think that it was intended to be. That's I the worst either. part. Yeah. And that's the problem is that I laughed because I was like, huh, she would not have done that, but I would have. Right. <laughs> that's something I would have done. Right. Well, and the whole time. So, so I get to stay on mission, stay on mission. Cause yes, the archives mean a lot to her. She's rebuilt yes. it in a cave. Yes. So obviously it means a lot to her. That's established. But the whole stay on mission, stay on mission. Okay, she gets it. She's on mission. Cool. She's walking back by. And it bothers you that much that you will jeopardize everything. Your for the life. Jedi, all of these children. children's lives. Yeah. For a book. For a book. Yeah. And then on top of that, I mean, she's Vader meat now. Yeah, she's dead. <laughs> He's I mean, gone. She's that's, dead. that's it. Yeah, um, she's she's not the greatest Jedi. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I wonder if Vader will erase her from the archives because then she won't exist. Then she won't exist. 
<laughs> and you know but, what's yeah. funny is he's probably going to erase her from <laughs> right physically. <laughs> oh, she's done for. Like, and that's the thing is like with with Afra, we don't really know what's coming yet. I did not see that ending with Triple Zero from a mile away. I did not at all. Um, I didn't see him being her master. Mm-hmm. Right. I saw him. I thought that this, I knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. I did not realize it was coming so soon. Oh, yeah. But, I, you know, while I was seeing Afro with Triple and with BT, I was like, how long are these bots going to last? Because, you oh, know, yeah. um, Oh, that reminds me of peeling skin from flesh, or flesh from <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's funny and everything, but you know that domesticated wild things don't stay domesticated for very long. It's true. You know she's biding her time. Um, but, I mean, and that's the thing is, like, I, I'm, I'm hooked with Afra. Yes. Vader 8, I'm hooked because it's Vader. That's why. I'm hooked it, because yeah. of... There are scenes of just gloriousness. Mm-hmm. Like the first half of the comic was amazing. really good. Yes. It was really, really good. It yeah. wasn't until the end that I lost it. Mm-hmm. Because then it was just kind of like, all right, well, now we know the next issue she's going to be showing off or showing down between her and Vader. And, and we know who wins that die. fight because she's not in any other story after that. Because we've never heard of her before after that. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, I just, I don't like the predictableness of that part. Cause like you said, the either. first half was great. The if second, they can I'm pull like, it out, I mean, Hey, mm-hmm. maybe they'll surprise us. Maybe I'm hoping I want to be surprised. I would love <laughs> to be surprised. It's hard to surprise yeah. me. I would love it. Maybe they'll try spinning. That's a neat trick. Yeah. Like <laughs> so cool there is one more item of business that i would like to attend to sure go ahead you had an amazing weekend yes i did and i, I did. want to talk about it because i need to talk about it absolutely so yes so this past weekend um was heroes and villains fan fest in atlanta um, I have never been to this con before. Um, well, fan fest. <laughs> I have never been to this fan fest before. Um, but I mean, it was it was so much fun. Um, so what we ended up doing, I, I went with my dad, my uncle, and my brother, and we brought the BB-8 droids. Um, if you guys were following along with our Instagram, Facebook, uh, and Twitter, um, you would have seen some of the antics that we got ourselves into. Uh, that were really fun. Most notably, we freaking met Ming-Na Wen. <laughs> for you guys who don't know who she is uh she was mulan in the animated series for or in the animated movie for disney um and most recently agent melinda may the calvary from agents of shield <laughs> i think she was so, also in stargate universe if i'm not oh, mistaken okay cool cool yeah i didn't know that <laughs> but yeah more my genre but <laughs> um but it was really cool because so so we were at her panel and one of the questions they asked, like, if you could be in any other movie or any, or franchise or whatever, what would it be? She's like, Star Wars. Like, without missing a beat, Star Wars. We're like, okay, cool. What would you want to be in Star Wars? She's like, I think I could be a Jedi or something like that. The Jedi Master would be really cool and everything. And then all of a sudden, the gears start working. I'm like, oh, man, what can we fan gas her as? Because I, I would love this. Like, she's, yeah. she's a great person. Um, and so we were like, okay, that's the end of it. That was cool because we tried to get the one of the droids to come up and ask a question, but 
they 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 have a mind of their own sometimes <laughs> and didn't quite work out. So um, so we were just kind of driving them around, having fun with them and everything. And so we decided to take it into the autograph area. Um, well, we round the corner and literally it's uh, the Stefan, uh, I think Kapisic. I'm not sure if I'm saying his name right, but he was, it, it's, it, I don't want to butcher it. I'm sorry if I did. Um, but he was Colossus in Deadpool. Um, we met him, which was really, really cool. Um, that was later on, but we rounded the corner. He wasn't there. But Ming-Na Wen was over there doing autographs. She was finishing up her last one and everything. And so we were driving by and she like just yells out and she's like, oh my gosh, and comes out from behind her booth to us to come see us and talk to us and all this other kind of stuff. It was like loving on BBA, gave him hugs, all this other kind of stuff. That is um, crazy. And, yeah. And then it's on like, top of I'm that. BBA. Right. <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm, I'm here. Hey. <laughs> but it's like she just fell in love with the droid and like immediately was like, who, who who did this? Who Whose are these? And we all pointed to my dad who built them. And backing up a little bit before that is really hilarious because he was going as Luke. Um, went so far as to have a glove where he painted silver for the robotic hand, all that kind of stuff. Anybody who asked him that he said he was Luke, he was Luke. He even had BB-8's controller was Luke's from Return of the Jedi. It was his lightsaber. Um, <laughs> Ming-Na Wen looks over and she goes, Obi-Wan, get over here. I want a picture with you. <laughs> And so the rest of the time, I was like, Dad, you're Obi-Wan. It, it, it's it. Mulan just said you're Obi-Wan, so you're Obi-Wan. Well, I saw your dad's <laughs> costume. It does look rather Jedi. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So, so I would have said yeah. Obi-Wan myself. <laughs> he got Obi-Wan quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he really was gunning for Luke. He never really wore any Jedi guard, did mm -hmm. he? So we're gonna, well, not until Force Awakens. Right. So, yeah. So we're going to have to get him in the proper Luke garb so it's unmistakable <laughs> it was it just cracked us up so much because it was like if yeah. agent may tells you you're obi-wan you i'm sorry are Obi -Wan Obi -Wan. for the rest of your life because <laughs> uh, the whole time we were like you answered to it didn't you yeah that's what's it <laughs> yes. but it was real cool i mean she was just the sweetest human being like i mean she was great um it was really cool because i mean it didn't feel like you were talking to somebody who was a celebrity or someone that felt like they were above you, anything like that. She was real genuine, real nice. Like if she was in a Star Wars movie, or she needs to be in a Star Wars movie. She but like needs I, I to would, be in a Star she absolutely does. Now I'm fan casting her. Well, I heard a couple fan casts actually over the weekend. So one person said Sabine. So if Sabine survives the season, if she shows up in maybe the new trilogy, or even on the uh, the live action that's supposed to be coming out, maybe Sabine. Um, someone else had said Dr. Afra. I'm game for Afra. I'm game for Afra. <laughs> I kind of want to put a lightsaber in her hand, though, because that's what she truly yeah. wants. Well, as someone else had said, uh, I think it's I think it said Satel Sean uh, from Old Republic. She uh, dual wields a blue one. Ooh, what if she was in the new? Um what I deem is going to yeah. be the old Republic live action, <laughs> live action. TV show. I think show. that would be awesome. I, I would love that. I really would. She like would, she would rock that. And like I said, she's, she's the most nicest person, like the, the, the nicest, nicest person. There. Most nicest. See, my grammar's gone. Um, <laughs> my grammar be yeah. gone. Cause I be, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, cause I be Southern. But anyways, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, I, I think it would be great. I, and I mean, it was a really awesome meeting her. Because, like, I mean, in all honesty, 
up until that point, the the whole con, I mean, we were having fun. I mean, just hanging out as a group, but it was good. That made it amazing. Like that made all of our collective days <laughs> and it was just, it was great. And then the next day we were like, cool. So it's worked the first time. Let's do it a second time, except we got a little bit more aggressive <laughs> with it. We started driving the droids into their exit lines and oh. like freaking out and everything. So there's pictures with uh, Bruce Wayne from Gotham, uh, David Mazuz, I think is how you say his name. Um, the current Canary on Arrow, uh, Juliana Harkvay. Um, we met El- Echo Cullum, who's also on Arrow. Um, Rick Gonzalez, I think is the name uh, from Arrow. But we met a lot of different people that were really impressed with him, really loved it. One, Got some pictures. So, yeah. The things that I wanted to, um, I saw you with some really epic cosplayers. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So we actually met uh, two people who uh, we've been following on Instagram for a little bit, of, a little bit of time. Um, so at Lego Master Cole and at My Kind of Scum, uh, both part of the Georgia Garrison for Five Hundred First. Um, I found out later, did not know that, um, but they came up as uh, Wilro Hood. Um, <laughs> so for those of you who may not know, um, which maybe I'm the only one that didn't, but he's the guy in Empire Strikes Back who comes running around the corner as Lando and Leia are escaping. Uh, with an ice cream maker in his under his arm, so his high tech space age ice cream maker. Um, so that they were dressed up as this character. Um, it was really funny. We even did a little short video you may have seen on the Instagram story of uh, BB Nine G chasing them down. Just a lot of fun. Um, it was really cool meeting those guys. They were and really the babies. awesome. Yes, and the babies. There was a little Oliver Queen. Um, again, on our Instagram, uh, there's a little Oliver Queen who almost crawled for the first time. Um, their parents said that that was the furthest he had ever gotten to crawling. And he was almost there too, trying to get to BB-8. I had the feels. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it was just, it was cool going around with the droids and everything. Cause I mean, I piloted BB-8 all weekend long. Um, and it was just cool seeing all the kids that would come up to him. He's like, oh, BB-8, BB-8. And even though I didn't actually have full control of the sounds, at any time it would talk to them after they said something or even gone up to him and they would touch it and it would respond in some way, moving or whatever. It, 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 was, it was alive to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the coolest, coolest thing. Like, I mean, there's, there's pictures we got of kids just going up and they just wanted to hug BB-8. Um, that's all they wanted to do. And we were all like, Oh, be careful. And all this other kind of stuff. But like, there was a couple of girls who, who ran a little girls who ran up and that's the first thing they did drop to the floor and grab BB eight and just hug him. And I was just like, like my heart melted. But do you have any idea how technical that is? (laughs) Well, at least his head's not magnetic anymore. So there's that, that helps. (laughs) Um, but it was always real fun. Like, uh, the groups who would see BB eight go by and just kind of like, Oh, BB-8 and not do anything or whatever. Kind of like, you you know, internally they were like, that's awesome, but I, I want to play it cool. Yeah. It was like, I want to play Stop, it cool. BB-8. Yeah. <laughs> and so every single time I would drive, cause nobody ever saw me piloting it. Cause it was like a lightsaber. So you can't ever see the controller, right. but I would drive them right up to them and BB-8 would squawk at their feet or something like that. And just, just seeing people's faces light up was just, that was the highlight of my weekend. Just all that. that. So cool. Yeah. It, we met a lot of people, a lot of cool celebrities, uh, the cast of Arrow, all that kind of stuff. Um, but that was the highlight, is getting to make people happy with Star Wars. Yes. Um, it's really cool seeing what Star Wars can do. So, yeah. I love it. Thank yes, you. That was my awesome weekend. 
<laughs> yes, definitely. So cool. So we have anything else on the agenda? No, I just really cool. wanted you to tell that story because it's an awesome story and I had to, definitely. you had to share it. it just, oh, absolutely. I hope I didn't ramble too much. It was really exciting. <laughs> I, had a, I had a blast. I had an absolute blast. Um, and I also put up a post here recently um, for you guys to let us know what con you want us to come to. Um, because we want to start coming to more cons uh, as much as we possibly can. Um, hey, maybe you'll even see the droids. And... Alrighty, guys. So, um, if you want to find Kessel Run Weekly on social media, it's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Kessel Run Weekly. We also have all of our content at KesselRunWeekly.com. And for this episode of Smuggler Stash, I'm Heather. And I'm Danny. And may the Force be with you.